0: It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusanowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to the Morning Skate at Sharks Ice in San Jose. And the San Jose Sharks are wearing slightly different colors this morning. The gloves, the sacks, and later on, the jersey. It'll be reverse retro night. The California Golden Seals spring to life in a small way as their memory is commemorated in the Sharks' retro jersey. Now, I think these things are really, really cool. I, wa- I wanted to get back to talk a little bit about the California Golden Seals, Drew, because they are a part of Sharks' history. In a way, San Jose is kind of a, I don't know why I say, half-stepchild or maybe <laughs> maybe half-cousin of the California Seals. You know the story, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And its I i think it was, you know, when you and I talked about it the other day, the fact that... Uh, The fact that when we first got here, we didn't talk about the California Golden Seals all that much. You know, we didn't, we ignored them because we wanted to set our own mark and we wanted to establish the San Jose Sharks as the hockey entity. And that made sense. It did. At the time, it also looked like the California Golden Seals did not succeed in the Bay Area. I guess in the long run, no, they didn't or else we'd be the California Golden Seals still. But... I love the fact that the Sharks are commemorating them. I think they're going to look dynamite tonight. The coaches are out in their their uh, white hoodies. We call them bunny hugs in in Canada and Saskatchewan. Um, So it's going to be. I think it's going to be a great look tonight. I love the uh, pants. Can't wait to see the guys in the jerseys, full regalia. But I like the fact that we're we're acknowledging and commemorating uh, the memory of the California Golden Seals because it is part of the hockey story here in California.
0: Absolutely, and you know when. 50 years passed since NHL first expanded. We did a really great night here in San Jose when the Red Wings were in town. We had a lot of California Seals alumni come out. Britt Marshall, who played the most games in the history of the Seals, dropped the first puck. Cobra was on the ice with his cowboy hat, Gary Simmons. And I was really, really thrilled to see all of that. Here's a r- r- really interesting story for you. That night, Ken Cal does the play-by-play for the Red Wings. He came over to me and he said, is Norm Ferguson here? And Norm Ferguson was there. He was one of the original Seals. And I said, yeah, he's here. He goes, I want to talk to him on the air. I said, well, what's the fascination with Norm Ferguson? He said, the very first NHL game I went to in my life was at Olympia Stadium, the old building in Detroit and the only tickets that they could get were the California Golden Seals because they were a new team and all the other games were sold out. So he went and saw the game. Norm Ferguson, I guess, scored a couple of goals and he became his favorite player. So I was able to get him on the air with that guy. Uh, So many little stories like that. This was a pretty good hockey team. Of course, they're known most for their greatest failure and that was trading a first round pick to the Montreal Canadiens for a good hockey player, Ernie Hickey, who by the way still lives in the Bay Area and was there that night, and a couple of other picks. And what ended up happening is, well, the Montreal Canadiens, with that selection, chose Guy Lafleur. However, what a lot of people don't know is you don't even know if the Seals would have taken Guy Lafleur that year. And you know why I say that? Because they had the first pick of the second round, and they needed a defenseman. So they took Ken Baird. Now, Ken Baird was a good player. He's from Flin Flon. He ended up playing a handful of NHL games, but he played more in the WHA because he was part of the raid, on the Seals, they would have been a pretty good team had they not been rated by the WHA at that time. Well, the reason why I'm bringing up Ken Baird is because five selections after that, the Montreal Canadiens had their second round draft pick. They also chose a defenseman and his name is Larry Robinson.
1: Yeah, not a bad defenseman. You know, you got two of the best players in the history of the game, two of the best 100 uh, NHL, best 100, 100 NHL players of all time. But that's what happens when you're you're a good team, great team, or a poor team, your draft choices. Your draft choices, your trades. You know, there's many times I think that an owner should look back and go, bring your general manager in every year and say, okay, here's the list. Explain it to me. But there are hits and misses, there are more misses than hits in the in tradings, and there's more hisses than hit, misses than hits in uh, in drafting.
0: If you're lucky to get two guys out of a single draft, you're lucky. Oh. and I, I Dude, mean, it really. Nice.
1: But Larry Larry, and Gee, come on, man. Yeah, that's, that's a, a little tough. Those are two of the greatest players of all time.
0: That's a major hit. But think about this. Larry Robinson went all the way to the fifth pick of the
1: second round. What's yeah. going on there? Robinson, a lot of other teams right. made a mistake. Exactly, right? You know, those, That's one of my, the most fun exercises to do is to go through drafts and see how much smarter I was. Uh, 10 years later (laughs) by reading the names. (laughs) By the way,
0: this discussion makes me want to have Daryl Sutter be an owner someday. To call in his GM and say, it doesn't take a genius to figure it out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. As Dean Lombardi, old Sharks general manager used to say, you know, when there's a miss on a a draft, he used to always say, every GM's got one. He said, the trick is not to have many more. Well... There are a lot of those in the history of the league. You
0: can find some in Sharks history. And what we've got in Sharks history right now on this very special reverse retro night is something else. you got a team that is coming off a very sloppy game against the Seattle Kraken. The absolute reverse of their last home game against the Ottawa Senators. This one hurt a lot more. Remember we were talking in the second period check-in, Drew, we said the third period was going to be a huge
1: one for the season? Unfortunately, the Sharks didn't pass. No, not at all. And um, it felt like a more down loss than the ones we've experienced so far this year it was a it was a loss where like you you described it perfectly it was sloppy it was they were loose they they, they were they thought about one thing trying to score goals that's all they thought about and you may think well why is wrong with that well you this game is not about scoring goals as silly as that sounds this game is about defending well and generating your, generating your scoring chances off of hard checking, off of getting in people's faces, off of getting the puck from them. Puck possession leads to... Or, or checking leads to puck possession leads to scoring chances. They didn't do that. They Whenever their scoring chances came, yeah, they were okay. They got goals, but they didn't do enough off the puck. They left Kapokakadin hanging out to dry on almost all the goals. Timu Meyer got... Three goals, got a hat trick, and was minus two. What does that tell you? Tells you everything. Exactly. I mean, so it was a really sloppy game, and they cannot be that sloppy tonight against the Los Angeles Kings. No, Los
0: Angeles also kind of in a little bit of yeah. a funk recently too. So here's an opportunity. L.A.'s done something interesting with their kids. That you know, that There's been a, a trend on this in the National Hockey League. They sent Quinton Byfield and Brant Clark to the American Hockey League for a two-week conditioning stint and that's because of the rules. We talked a little bit about that in the last show. I think it's gonna be an interesting contest. Drew Doughty is playing well again. He's really, really getting a lot of ice.
1: He is, the game against the Edmonton Oilers a, a couple weeks ago, 10 days ago, he was fired up like the old Drew Doughty, and he is healthy. He reminded me, he's reminding me of Eric Carlson, and the health, and the vibrance, and the enthusiasm he's got. He's leading big time, and Drew Doughty, yeah, he's that player you, you'd love to have on your team, but you hate when he's against you. He is playing really well. Andre Kopitar is playing well. They moved Kevin Fiala back up to the top line to get him going in a produce last game. But they played one good period, the first period against the New York Rangers, and then fell flat after that. They're having consistency problems within the 60 minutes as well. Well, you know Todd McClellan as
0: well as anybody. What do you think that that he's thinking when it comes to consistency? What are his uh, keys? Are they similar to what David Quinn talks about?
1: Yeah, almost identical. You know, when you listen to Todd speak and you, I listen to David Quinn speak, this is, coaching in the NHL level is a level of, listen, there's not much as far as what you're telling the guys. It's how you're telling them is the key. And Todd's, Todd's changed as far as his delivery. Um, but like David Quinn, he's relying on his top guys. Dowdy, Kopitar, Fiala, Quick, those guys to help bridge that gap between delivery and receiving it from the younger players.
0: There's a big question tonight. Dell just reassigned to the Barracuda a few minutes ago as we record this. Do you start Reimer or do you come right back with Kakinen since capo has got two wins at home?
1: I go to James. I go to James. Capo led in eight goals. Again, he was hung out to dry on a lot of them, but man, you could have used one or two saves. But overall, I go back to James because James is your number one we'll see what
0: happens tonight sharks and the kings get those reverse retro jerseys and make sure you're tuned in to the sharks audio network for our broadcast starting at seven o'clock that's it for our morning skate for today you've been listening to the sharks morning skate make sure you're listening all season long to the latest sharks news and information right here on the san jose sharks audio network